Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk with Amanda Snow. She's Youth Services Information Assistant with the City of Fairfax Regional Library. And today, it's one of my favorite show topics that we do each year. It's our Best Books of the Year episode. We're going to be talking about the best books of 2018. Amanda's going to go through four categories of books and highlight, I think, the top three books or so in each category. So looking forward to, to seeing what made those lists. First, though, I mentioned that Amanda is a Youth Services Information Assistant with the City of Fairfax Regional Library. We'll uh, get her to talk a little bit about that. But she's also one of the library's My Perfect Read Reader's Advisors. So definitely have to find out what that's all about. Not only are we going to talk about some of the best books of 2018, but if time permits, we'll maybe look forward to a little bit about 2019. So, Amanda, thanks for being uh, with us on the County Conversation. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. should be fun and uh, maybe uh, put some new books on people's uh, holiday reading list or New Year's resolution list that they maybe hadn't heard about or, or whatever. Yes, I try to do a pretty good mix of books you may have heard about uh, and then some that you wouldn't have heard about but, but would also make great holiday gifts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, we're going to focus specifically on four categories, I think. That's correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. And those categories are? I have fiction, nonfiction, young adult, and children's. Okay. All right. So a good mixture. Yes. I, I, would, I would assume those are like the four main categories, really? Yes. Yeah. That's the yeah. four main categories. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we dive into the air quote, top books of 2018, sure. uh, what makes them tops? What makes them on this list? How do, how do they get here for us to talk about? Well, these are, I have personally read all of these and oh, wow. um, feel as if they're distinguished in lots of different ways, but they've also made the rounds as award winners, National Book Award finalists. Um, there's been lots of buzz around them, especially the young adult and children's for upcoming awards mm. in the new year. The Newberry and the Caldecott will be announced. Wow. And um, you just, you've heard a lot about most of these books okay. um, throughout the year and for good reason. Okay. So I'm going to really feel bad if there's a book that comes up and I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> We'll okay, see. I just want we'll to see. set I just want to set the stage there, so so we understand what we're sure. talking about. Um, I'm going to keep our listeners in suspense a little okay. bit. Okay, uh, let's talk City of Fairfax Regional Library. Kind yes. of give me a, a little bit about uh, what's happening there. Busy library? Sure, it is a very busy library. Yes, we always say there's never a dull moment at mm-hmm. the library, and for anyone who thinks that a library is a very quiet, slow place, right. they are sorely mistaken. Um, we have lots of great programs that go on, both for adults and for children. We have a lot of intergenerational programs that go on, hmm. and we're just a, a busy place with books and technology and all kinds of yeah. stuff going on. Now, you work uh, in youth services. I do, yes. All of my background has been in youth services. Okay. It's how'd, great. How'd you, how'd you matriculate to that area? So I was trying to use a big word for a Yeah, that was, that was a great word. <laughs> So I have been, I got my library degree 11 years ago and started right in youth services. I've always loved working with kids and I've, I was always a voracious reader Mm. and thought that was a great way to combine the best of both worlds. And I started working at a very small library in rural New Mexico and Mm. then moved to a very not rural place of Northern Virginia. (laughs) And uh, here I am. And this, it's a whole new world, but, but it's a lot of fun and it's really, uh, 
the kids are great, the parents are great, and it's fun to be able to plan programs and be a book pusher, yeah. as I call it. Oh, yes. cool. Yeah. I'm sure the traffic's about the same, too, though. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, very <laughs> yes. close. So what would you uh, – what uh, suggestions or advice would you have for folks, the, either for the city of Fairfax Regional Library or any of the public libraries in Fairfax County about – uh, someone who maybe hasn't taken advantage of uh, the library has to offer. Sure, absolutely. So you can always call us or come in and ask us to show you some of the things that you can even access from home. We have all sorts of databases that people have no idea that that they can access right from their house. Consumer reports. Wow. Um, we have something called Mango Languages where you can learn a whole new language uh, and it's for free with your library card. Wow. And, and so many people don't realize that we offer more than just books. We have yeah. lots of language um, classes and tutors and all kinds of things that um, are more than just coming to check out books and returning right. them. Yeah. And how much does a uh, library card cost? A library card is free. It's cr- as long as you return your books on time, right. the books are free. Right. <laughs> but yes, it's free. All of our programs are free um, if they're hosted by the library. Hard, hard, hard deal to, to beat. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Let's dive into this. Fantastic. Let's, let's talk about it. So okay. when we're talking about best books, top books of 2018, um, how, how do you want to do this? Is there a specific category you want to start with? Is there yeah, an overall well, list? Uh, well, let's let's just start with fiction. That's okay. how I have it. That, okay. that tends to be what uh, people like to give fiction books a lot. Um, mm. They tend to be... Uh, the most asked for, at least in my branch. Okay. So these okay. are, this is what I pulled out. Okay. And now, are these in any numerical order, or the significance of being first here that we talk about is not necessarily number one in this category? That's or? correct. There's no okay. order. Okay. Um, the first book on the list is actually my favorite book of the uh, year. Okay. However, um, there is no order to the rest of them. Okay. Um, and that book is *The Great Believers* by Rebecca Mackay. Okay. Now, have you heard of that one, or am I already shaming you? <laughs> Let's, let's move along. Okay. <laughs> yes. So this is... Fiction is not a big category. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is um, a book about a group of friends uh, really coming of age during the AIDS crisis in Chicago. Oh. And it follows them through present day Paris. So it takes you kind of all over the world. But um, it's for me, it was a real education on what it meant to live during that time period. And it oh. was so well done. Interesting. Um, also on a lot of awards lists this okay. year. All right. So uh, show my ignorance here. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Rebecca a first-time author? Uh, she is not. This okay. is not her first okay. Her first book. Okay. The yes. same type of book, or is this a different um, I believe she's her? only done fiction, yes, okay. but I have not personally read anything okay. else that she has done. Okay. I think this is her first big, big book right. that she's okay. got All a lot of buzz right. for. All right. All right. So next one up on the fiction list? Yes. The next one um, is by Tommy Orange. It's called There, There. And he is a first-time author, which is remarkable for this book. It's a very small book, um, but it is it will pack a wallop when you, when you read it. It's about a group of people who don't know each other, who are um, all of Native descent, uh, living in Oakland, California. Hmm. And they're all preparing to attend the big Oakland powwow, which is this, this really big powwow gathering mm-hmm. in right outside of Oakland, California. And eventually all of their lives intersect, but it starts out as individual oh, stories. And it was phenomenal. I had a very hard time believing he had never written a book right. before, but wow. yes, it was great. So you say it was a, a, sh- a short book or a small? It's a small. very short book. I'd say maybe 200 pages. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, meaty. Complex. Definitely so, meaty, yeah. and it, it's on the heavier side okay. of, of a read, yes. Okay. But it, it, 
it's very, very well done. Okay. All right. And next up? Next, so going a little bit lighter, The Widows of Malabar <laughs> Hill by Sujata Masi is um, a mystery book, uh, the Ooh. first in a series taking place in India and featuring one of the first female lawyers in India. Oh, She's wow. our main character. So it, it, she cool. faces all kinds of gender and racial discrimination, and mm-hmm. yet the book is still uh, very light. Um, I compare it to the Maisie Dobbs novels mm-hmm. by Jacqueline Winspear. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are familiar with those and really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. So a lighter mystery and the first in a new series. Okay couple of things it sounds like it has going for it then lighter new in this uh, in this series mm-hmm. but also playing off unfortunately current events current times yes. with the with the uh, gender and race discrimination right. those type of things so i mean that could have helped or yeah whatever yes yeah. i thought i thought it was a great start right okay so next we're going on to nonfiction. okay uh, now, Educated by Tara Westover. Have okay. you heard of this one? Will you please stop okay. asking? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think, uh, probably the one of the most talked about books of the year. Um, and Tara Westover is fantastic. I would love to meet her in person someday. She, uh, This is a memoir of her life, and she grew up oh. with survivalist parents. Um, In a very rural area, she did not receive any formal schooling or proper health care growing up, uh, and yet she manages to graduate not only from Harvard, but also from Cambridge, uh, and write this, uh, one of the best written memoirs I have have ever come across. It's really remarkable, and her story is remarkable. And she she doesn't present um, her family as being... um, really abusive, though in many ways they were, mm. um, she she just tells her story, what right, it was like right, to grow up right. like that. So I, I appreciated that, and too. And you can take that for yes. however you view it. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's right. So that's Educated. And then okay. the next one is the one that caught me the most by surprise this year. It's called The Feather Thief, and it's by Kirk Wallace Johnson. And this is a true crime story about bird feathers, (laughs) which uh, if you had told me I would love a book about bird feathers and fly fishing, I would never have believed you. But this was the most page turner of a novel that I or of a non-novel that I read this year. And it's all about a young man who becomes so obsessed with fly fishing that he breaks into a museum and robs them of thousands of bird skins so he can make rare fly fishing Flies. So, yes, it was it it was a remarkable story and a beautiful book to give. The cover is beautiful. And the the story is just it reads better than fiction. I was going to say never judge a book by its cover. But sometimes (laughs) you can. That's that's a myth. (laughs) Yes. Wow. That one sounds, you know, that one might be one that I would actually. It was very good. On my list. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And talk talk about a like a niche within a niche kind of right. thing, you know, the, the fly fishing. I mean, you know, we're really kind of niching down, and then the right. making of the flies. That's you know, right. The, and uh, I knew nothing about any of that going yeah. in, and it was fascinating. So when you're reading a book that you don't know anything about, or it's mm-hmm. kind of a new subject or whatever, how, how do you how do you process that? How do you take it in? How do you kind of you know, learn and expand your mind. Sure. So I think for me, at least, the mark of a good nonfiction book or even a fiction book, really, on something like the the first book, The Great Believers, I didn't know a whole lot about the very early days of the AIDS crisis. And if a book is well done, it makes me want to then go and either find another book or a resource mm. on what um, 
actually took place then or gotcha. what what it takes to actually make a fly fishing tie, <laughs> which right, is right. it's they're very difficult to make and they're very expensive. And I had no idea, no idea going into yeah. that. So it definitely made me want to research more. OK. Yeah. All right, very good. All right. So next up on the. Um the nonfiction list? Yes. Yeah, so we're going to Heartland by Sarah Smarsh. And this one uh, was also, I believe, shortlisted for the National Book Award, or it was a finalist. Uh-huh. Um, a bit of a heavy subject, but I think an important read. Uh, this is another memoir about hmm. a woman growing up in um, the rural, as rural poor in America, hmm. and uh, following what. Uh, what is described as being the American dream and what the American dream really means Hmm. and whether or not the uh, idea of the American dream is just just a dream or if it can actually be achieved. Um, So this I compare to Evicted, uh, which was last year's uh, big standout hit of of last year, um, and Hillbilly Elegy. It's very Mm -hmm. similar to those. So, yes, um, again, a bit heavy, but it was very, very good. Okay. Well, two of these three Mm -hmm. are memoirs. Yes. Is that kind of one of the types of books that you really enjoy or like to like I, to read? I do. I, I love a memoir. And I've seen um, in recent years uh, patrons coming in asking for more mm, memoirs. Um, and time, I don't know yeah. if that means more are being published or they're just being done better. Yeah. <laughs> so they're getting question, more yeah. buzz. But yes, these are these have all had long holds lists for a long time at the wow. library. So wow. yes. Okay. Well, let's let's stop for a minute in okay. our discussion list and talk about that. What, sure. When you say holds list, what, is, what does that mean? Yes. So at the library, we, uh, we have um, finite resources, so right. we cannot buy right. a book for every person that, that wants one. So if, um, say for instance, you wanted to check out There There by Tommy Orange and all of the uh, copies were checked out. You could add your name to the list of okay. those waiting for and the that's book. The holds list. The holds list, and then it. you would be notified when it is your turn oh, to okay. pick it up. Okay. So it's very, and you can do that from home. You just type in your library card number and oh, cool. and click place hold. Yes. Okay. And uh, you know, for folks that are not frequent goers, goers to the library, mm-hmm. how long is a, is a checkout period for a book? And kind of talk some of the logistics there. Sure. Yes, you get three weeks for each checkout, uh, and you can renew it up to three times as long as someone is wow. not waiting for it. Oh, so. Okay. If someone is waiting for it, they're not going to let you renew it that many gotcha. times. But if if no one's waiting for it, then you can keep it for nine weeks, essentially. Okay. Wow. Um, yes, and then fines are thirty cents a day if you don't uh, if you don't bring it back. But okay. um, yes, for for most books, you can keep them for three weeks. Okay. Yeah. All right. And again, remind you that the library card for Fairfax County Public Library is F R E E. Yes, free. It, is free. it doesn't cost a penny. So. A wonderful resource to, to take advantage of. Absolutely. All right. Yes. We are halfway through our list. We're talking four categories of top books of 2018 with Amanda Snow. She's Youth Services Information Assistant with the City of Fairfax Regional Library. So let's move on. Now we're going to get into the uh, to the to the kids area, if you That's will. Right. And I think the 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 younger adult, the the older kid, if we will, uh, young young adult category is what we're going to move on to next. So that's right. Yes, and for this, I only have two. Actually, I have one fiction and one nonfiction, both of which 
I loved and one has already won an award and the other is is slated to to win one this early winter. Uh, the Poet X by Elizabeth Acevedo is a novel in verse about mm. a young girl who is trying to please her family while also trying to remain independent, which is a lot of what young adult books right, are about. Right, right. But this one um, also features amazing slam poetry. So it, it kind of took a little bit of a twist there and the poetry is fantastic um yes it's unlike anything i had read before uh, the the writer is incredibly strong and you'll really connect with this young woman in in the story and the things that she's going through right. i think teens will love it right now for those of us who may be older yes uh, explain to me slam poetry what does that mean Slam poetry is a form of a poetry competition. So um, think about an open mic night where um, people get up and they read poetry, but this is in a a competition. So people are Mm. cheering you on or booing you, but in a, in a, Friendly, competitive sort of okay. manner. Okay. Yes. Okay. So she gets into this world of slam poetry. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that, that one does sound interesting. Yes. Okay. Now the next one is another that caught me by surprise as to how much I liked it. It is called The Faithful Spy, and it is by John Hendricks. And this is uh, part graphic nonfiction and um, part text, and it tells the story of Dietrich Bonhoeffer and his plot to kill Adolf Hitler. Oh, wow. And the presentation is very unique. The color palette is all reds, whites, and blues, mm. and um, it it gave me a lot of background on, I had, a, I had heard of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, but I did not know exactly what went into his moral dilemma as to whether or not right. he, he wanted to take care of a very large problem right, in the world. Right, <laughs> yes. right. So that was great. Wow. And I think adults can also enjoy that one okay. without feeling that they're reading a, something a, younger. A crossover there, if you will. Yes, yeah. that's right. Okay, all right. So two two in the young adult category, but two awesome sounding Yes, ones, they're very like. good. Yeah. Okay, so now right. uh, kids or children's kids, category. Yes, so um, probably my favorite children's book of this year is called Sweep, the Story of a Girl and Her Monster, and it is by Jonathan Oxier. And this is about a young orphan. Her name is Nan, and she is a chimney sweep. Um, mm. She was uh, abandoned as a baby and was brought up to learn this typically only for boy art of chimney sweeping. And um, she almost dies in a chimney fire. She gets wedged in a chimney and almost dies and finds herself with a golem as a friend. (laughs) So uh, it, it is... It reads very much like a realistic story, but there's that little bit of fantasy element mm-hmm. where she's on the run from this evil chimney sweep, and she has this giant golem following her right. around. So it's it's really delightful. It was a really fun read. Something for the kids, but yes. us adults as it well. It was yeah. fun. It would yeah. make a great family read aloud. I think everybody oh, cool. could enjoy that one. Interesting. Good yes. recommendation. Okay. So the next one, um, this is probably my pick for the Newbery winner this year. It Ooh, is called Front... Drum roll, please. Yeah, I know. Oh, we'll see. It's called Front Desk by Kelly Yang. Hmm. And this is a fictionalized version of the author's um, young life. Uh, the girl in the book is 10 
10 years old. Her name is Mia. And she and her Chinese immigrant parents helped to manage a rundown motel. Hmm. And um, Mia likes to call herself the front desk manager, <laughs> uh, despite the, um, the not-so-nice owner of the hotel trying to sell it out from under them. Uh, so gotcha. there are a whole lot of antics ensue with the girl and her friends trying to save the hotel. And you get some backstory on what it meant to be an immigrant during this time period. Hmm. And I did not realize that um, a lot of families moved into hotels during during that time period um, when they would move here from another country. So yeah, it, yeah. she gives a little bit of background in, right. in, at the end of the story. Right. Yes. That sounds like fun. So, so that was great. Yeah. And then for the even younger uh, Dreamers by Yuri Morales, uh, this is a picture book, another immigrant story, yeah. uh, and it's beautiful. This one also happens to be based on the author's life, which I didn't realize at first, but uh -huh. um, it's it reads as a wonderful bedtime story. It's almost like a lullaby, but it's about um, a, a very young baby who has um, is starting over in this world. Hmm. And uh, so it's very timely. It would make a lovely gift, a great way to introduce kids uh, young kids to what immigration means. Mm. What and means. Uh, uh, English and Spanish, I Yes, think? there are some English and Spanish words. It is all in English, but there are some Spanish words woven throughout. Okay, so, cool. Yes, that okay. would be a great one. All right, and then the final one. The final one is called Baby Monkey, Private Eye yeah, by Brian Selznick, yeah. and it is delightful. Um, this is the, there are very few words in this book, actually, but it is a big, thick one. So those kids who are just itching to read a big chapter book are going to mm -hmm. really enjoy this. It looks like they're reading a big meaty book, right. but it's right. all about a, a baby monkey who is a private eye, and he <laughs> solves mysteries very quickly, and you cheer for him at the end. The biggest problem in his day is figuring out how to put on his pants. So it is it is really well, a know, delightful yeah, book. Yes, we had a, a lot of success with this one uh, when we went to schools to talk about summer reading books yeah. this year. Everybody okay. loved Baby Monkey, Private Eye, so okay. that would make a great gift gotcha. for a young kid. We are close on time, Amanda, okay. so I want to make sure we have some time to talk about 2019, what, sure. we, can, what we can look forward to. So any, okay. any insights you want to provide? Yes, I have just a few. Okay. Um, okay. On the Come Up by Angie Thomas is she wrote The Hate You Give, which hmm. uh, had a huge um, following last year and the year before, I believe. It was just made into a movie, and her next one comes out early next year. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about it. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Uh, but it's about a girl who dreams of being a rap artist. Okay. So we'll see what, what that brings. All so that's right, for the right. young adults. Put that one on your radar. Yep. And then for the adults, Gingerbread by Helen Oyeyemi. She wrote Boy Snowbird a few years ago, which was a modern day retelling of Snow White. And this one is a modern retelling of Hansel and Gretel. Oh, so interesting. We'll, she brings in a lot of um, timely uh current events yeah. into yeah. into her books while still making them fictional. Okay. She's a beautiful writer. Okay. And then finally, The Lost Man by Jane Harper. She wrote The Dry and Force of Nature, mm. uh, two thrillers that came out in the last year, and they all take place <laughs> in the desert in Australia. So ah. you need lots of water when you're drinking okay. her, and when you're reading her books because she makes you very <laughs> thirsty. thirsty yeah. Yes. Okay. So put those on your radar for 2019, and uh, when we come back and do this podcast episode again next year, We'll, we'll, we'll maybe can remember if I can remember back then. We'll, we'll remember to kind of to look at these and see if Amanda was was spot on or not. We'll see. We'll put you on the spot. Yes, uh, please so, do. <laughs> so all this reading, working in the library. You ever thought about writing a book yourself? 
I get asked that often, and no, I yeah. I have no interest in writing a book. Okay, I I'm gonna leave that to the professionals, and I'm gonna hand their books to to readers. Right. <laughs> that's, that's... Be, be the professional librarian and the professional reader. That's right. I yeah. I love to read, but writing is not an interest yeah. of mine. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, final thought. We're again out of time sure. when we're talking about books, the library, uh, anything you want our our listeners to to take away from our conversation today. Absolutely. Like you've mentioned several times, the library is free. So please come in and take advantage of it. We have all sorts of resources, technology, books, classes, programs for kids, and um, databases that you can use from home that uh, only require your library card. So I just encourage people to come in and and ask us. We're happy to show you uh, what what we think is a good resource, Mm -hmm. and we're very friendly. So please come say hello. And if you read a book, please let the folks in the library know what you thought about it, because oftentimes you can't read every book yourself either. So it's good to get feedback from residents uh, as you're making recommendations to other people based on, on kind of what they offered as feedback too. Yes, so. we'd love to have feedback. It yeah. doesn't happen very often, so right. we would love to have that. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, if you'd like uh, more information about Fairfax County's uh, libraries, just go to uh, fairfaxcounty.gov library. You can find uh, all the branch locations and hours and a whole lot of information there. And also, I encourage you to visit fairfaxcounty.gov news. That's Fairfax County's news center. And we're actually going to have a story about the top books of 2018, and you'll uh, be able to find uh, more information about these books and some of the details, et cetera, there. So fairfaxcounty.gov news. Amanda, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's uh, been a lot of fun. It has been. And you've, you've put me uh, to shame for, <laughs> for, for my lack of reading. But, hey, anyway, if you need to get more Fairfax County news and event information, go to fairfaxcounty.gov news, or you can call 703 703- Fairfax, that's 703-324-7329, and that's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. I want to thank you for joining us on the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.